0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So yes, ISIS is in Afghanistan. That's, it's 2021. We're having ISIS conversations. The idea that any of these people were ever eradicated, we've discussed this on the show before, total madness. But now... It's so clear and obvious how much America was able to keep these people at bay and how they are extremely patient. Do we understand the enemy that we're fighting? Do we understand the level of patience? Do we understand the level of how they see the takeover? Do they truly believe? Do we understand that they truly believe that they can wait us out, continue to move the ideology, continue to have people buy in and create true believers? Are we prepared for that? What does that mean for us and how we handle it? Meanwhile, what does it mean that ISIS is back and the US is warning that ISIS poses a threat to Americans in Afghanistan? Meanwhile, what do I have from the US? I have them bragging about all the people they're evacuating, which is nonsense because everyone should already be evacuated. This is nothing to brag about. It's pathetic. What is happening? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter. At Tony Katz. And we shared with you you last week. We shared how awful Joe Biden was in this press conference. Just absolutely, positively, without question, horrible. He's, He's standing there with... With uh, with Kamala Harris, oh! Did you hear the Kamala Harris line? Did you hear the Ka- Kamala Harris lands? I think she's in Vietnam. She's in Singapore first. And why they would send her to Vietnam while you're making comparisons to Saigon is is nuts. But she lands in in I think Singapore, and the press starts asking her questions. And what does she do? What's your response to a of Americans? Oh, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, everybody. <laughs> She laughed what is what do you have to say about reports of Americans meaning kept from the the airport Americans who are uh unable to to get out Americans who are not in communication with uh with the United States have no way of being able to to tell people what's going on and Kamala Harris says and I quote <laughs> That's what it sounds like in hell, by the way. Despicable. She can't say, okay, it's clearly a nervous tick, but it's not a professional nervous tick. And you don't get to be vice president of the United States with this nervous tick. But nothing beats Joe Biden lying to America when asked questions by the press about the pullout
1: we are a number of places where we're doing that without permanent basing american forces there so i uh, i think when this is over the american people have a clear understanding of what i did why we did it and uh, but look That's the job. My job is to make judgments. My job is to make judgments no one else can or will make. I made them. I'm convinced I'm absolutely correct in not deciding to send more young women and men to war for a war that, in fact, is no longer warranted.
0: Understand everything we've said about Joe Biden is factual. Joe Biden is more interested in his legacy, ending the war, than he was in how you do it. The argument we're having in America is not about ending the war. That's a conversation over a beer. It's the how you do it. And he didn't do it right because he left tens of thousands of Americans. Tens of thousands of Americans in harm's way. It's what he did. It can't be denied. It can't be questioned. It is simply the facts as presented. But speaking of facts as presented. The military has secured the airport, as you mentioned, but will you sign off on sending US troops into Kabul to evacuate Americans who haven't been able to get to the airport safely?
1: We have no indication that they haven't been able to get in Kabul through the airport. We've made an agreement with the, with the Taliban thus far. They've allowed them to go through. It's in their interest in them to go through. So we know of no circumstance where American citizens are carrying an American passport are trying to get through to the airport. But we will do whatever needs to be done to see to it they get to the airport.
0: So that was your president. Saying that people can get through and they have no indication that people can't get through. Here is Richard Engel of NBC on this same subject. I have a very orderly process, an American airlift that is going efficiently, that there's a negotiation with the Taliban, that it may be difficult, but Afghans can get to the airport and then get on these flights and then come to places like Doha. Uh, it is far more chaotic than that. There are Taliban checkpoints all across the city. Some of them are more aggressive. Some of them are less aggressive, but it is extremely difficult, extremely dangerous for people to get to the airport. So who are we going to believe, Joe Biden or the actual events on the ground? Or should we address this right here? What is your message to America's partners around the world who have criticized not the withdrawal, but the conduct of that withdrawal and made made them question America's credibility on the world stage?
1: I have seen no question of our credibility from our allies around the world. I've spoken with our NATO allies. We've spoken with NATO allies, the Secretary of State. Our National Security Advisor has been in contact with his counterparts throughout the world. And our. Allies.
0: So our allies are fine never mind that the united kingdom has already held joe biden in contempt he told us that our allies are fine what do you think andrea mitchell of msnbc on meet the press
1: look our allies are furious and here he went to brussels and said america is back and i'm not donald trump and i'm not going to pull the rug out from under you as you know trump did in syria and now they feel that the the rug was pulled out from under them you hear criticism from the brits from germany from france and and that is is really hurting american position overseas and these cables the the dissent memo and these cables now from the afghan employees at the state department we've got in the last 24 hours are devastating we we have destroyed morale that he was rebuilding i mean it is a real problem for america's leadership abroad
0: it's a real problem for america's leadership right here let's not call it abroad andrea mitchell but let's say you don't believe Andrea Mitchell. Let's say you think Andrea Mitchell is just a punk liar. She's just you can't trust her. all right. Uh, let let's let's uh, let's go to uh, Susan Glasser of The New Yorker.
1: The President said that he sees no uh, evidence, uh, no question of u s. credibility around the world. How is this resonating? Uh, and does that reconcile with what we're hearing from world leaders? Well, again, just as Clarissa gave that very powerful example just now, the difference between ground truth and Washington truth when it comes to conditions at the airport uh, I was I was a little surprised to hear that assertion by President Biden that, uh, you know, European allies had not questioned the decision and that uh, it wasn't an issue of U.S. credibility in the world. I think, you know, you need look only uh, as far as what the Chinese uh, state media outlets are saying about this to understand uh, that there is a certain credibility blow. We've seen comments from allies and partners uh, in Germany and the U.K. and elsewhere strongly critical not only of the decision, but but ex- worrying about exactly that subject.
0: Understand we're not talking about our credibility, you and me. We're talking about Joe Biden's credibility. America is only as good as its leadership. That's obvious because they engage policies that create value or create devastation. Joe Biden has created devastation at the southern border, at the gas pumps, and now in in Afghanistan. This is what Joe Biden has created. That's not what we created. Now, yes, the people voted for them, this is what you created. As I said last week, I forgive you. I do. I forgive you. If you make a change in 2022. If you just admit out loud, yeah, that's not what I voted for. I won't do that again. Stop voting on your emotions. Stop it. Your emotions are ridiculous, and you don't know how to control yourself. So let's discuss this. Let's just get it out of the way so you understand and we can all move forward. You didn't like mean tweets. Trump was just a jerk. None of it was. None of it mattered. None of it was real. I work with people all the time in all sorts of places, video creation and radio and all the other things I do. We don't always have the same personality. We don't always jive. But you got to ask yourself, is this the right, the best connection for me to be able to get what it is I'm going for? What it is I'm trying to achieve? What is this I want to accomplish? You as an American citizen are not trying to accomplish someone who makes you feel warm and fuzzy. You are trying to raise your kids. You are trying to build your life. You're trying to go on vacation. This is what you're doing. Your safety, your security, what it is that you're paying month after month, these are the things that matter to you. You heard the press corps talk about how Donald Trump had hurt uh, America all around the globe, but you saw that it wasn't true, but you bought into it. Now ask yourself, who has done more damage, Joe Biden in six months or Donald Trump in four years? The only answer is Joe Biden in six months because never once did the british parliament condemn what was the what was the word i was looking for they, they we'll call it condemnation of of donald trump never happened never happened joe biden 6 months so can we not or 7 months can we not can we not act like it it, it it didn't have an impact your vote had an impact and it had a negative one so all I'm asking is that we make it a positive one it is imperative to make sure that Joe Biden is blunted in 2022 not able to move at his own discretion, that the pressure that is put upon him is massive if indeed he's still president and if it's Kamala Harris, double the pressure and I believe it will be Kamala Harris I've already laid down my marker there this is this is too much. Now, I think people are too silent today. I think the press corps should be triply on Joe Biden. They're allowing his silence to take place and to happen. And who knows? I mean, he, he, even if he gives a press conference, even if he if he talks, the, the question is, how much are they going to do this twenty four seven on him? Nonstop. Look what Biden did. Look what Biden has done. Look what Biden did to America. Look how he left people to die. Every they should be asking themselves how would we handle this if this was Trump? And then handle it that way. Because at least on this subject, you would actually be correct. So he has to be blunted. He has to be stopped. What do Republicans have to do? Republicans have to move full force on the idea of impeachment because. What he did is impeachable senator lindsey graham
1: the french and the british are willing to send their forces inside of afghanistan to extract the people who helped them and their citizens we're duty bound to get every american citizen out we're honor bound to get those afghans who fought along our side out and here's what i would say if we leave any americans behind if we leave thousands of those afghans who fought along our side behind bravely joe biden deserves to be impeached for a higher crime and misdemeanor of dereliction of duty if we leave one american behind if we don't get all those afghanistan uh, afghans who stepped up the plate to help us out then joe biden in my view has committed a high crime and misdemeanor under the constitution and should be impeached
0: how about we just do it on the lies like saying on friday that al-qaeda is not in afghanistan to where the defense department had to come out and say oh yeah they are and as we started with isis is there as well how about Lloyd Austin admitting that while well, maybe they didn't know it would happen in 11 days, they clearly knew that the Taliban could take over?
1: There were assessments that ranged initially from one to two years to uh, to you know several months, uh, but it was a wide range of uh, of assessments. And as as uh, the Taliban. Uh, began to make gains, and we saw uh, that uh, in a number of cases, there was less fighting and uh, and more uh, surrendering and more uh, uh, forces just kind of evaporating. It was very difficult to predict with accuracy, this all occurred in a, in a span of about 11 days. And-
0: you knew it could be a couple of months, you didn't know it could be 11 days, but you had already gotten the cables from the embassy the lying the deceit the hatred of americans and then bragging about the evacuations they're doing now anybody who doesn't favor impeachment is an unserious person at this stage of the game three and a half more years of biden at the helm are going to be damaging That's why 2022 is so important, and that's why I'm willing to forgive. I can't hold the grudge. I can always be angry, but I have to keep moving forward. I think we all do. You can't vote for Biden, support Biden 2022 or his party. They have to be in the beyond minority. They have to learn that they told us the adults were in charge and they lied. These people aren't adults. They don't even understand what the conversation is. And they are more than willing to lie, whether it's the president, whether it's his staff, whether it's his chief of staff, Ron Klain, who is Baghdad Bob, or is he Tokyo Rose? I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll have to take a poll on, on, on that, maybe get some votes in. This is not something that gets to stay. Afghanistan continues to be an incredibly dangerous situation, and the fallout of which we're only starting to understand. You want a part of the fallout? The, uh, the, the Taliban took a photo to uh, emulate Iwo Jima. The raising of the American flag at Iwo Jima? They took a photo to show the raising of the Taliban flag. The propaganda uses of this disaster... That will be Joe Biden's legacy. He didn't end the war. He kept us in it. I'm Tony Katz. Just a little, just a so they're starting to share video, of Carson Wentz. Coming back from the foot injury and uh, doing cutbacks. And they're like, all right. All right. I guess guess he'll be ready to play. I don't know. I I don't think I haven't run into anybody who's like bothered by Carson Wentz's quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Right. I don't think they're, they're bothered by it. I haven't heard that. But I haven't heard too many people cheering it either. The only thing I've heard is he, he, Carson Wentz was like, ah, look, I'm not going to answer about my vaccination status. And people are like, he's going to get everybody killed. Scumbaggery out there. We're going to get into that. We are going to dig down it. You you, you may have heard me talk about it before, but I, I, I'll, allow me to update it. These people who think that, you, you know, you, you have to tell us your vaccine status. I, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I'll get into that. As for Carson Wentz, um, look, I I hope he's feeling better. Start, don't start. Look, as long as the NFL doesn't get woke on me, I'll watch. But if you want to lecture to me, I swear I've got a hundred other things I'd rather be doing. I'm not going to sit there with my kids and get lectured to. No. No. So, So it's up to you. It's up to you. With your multiple national anthems and whatever else you're doing. You can decide whether I'm a fan or not. Or maybe it doesn't matter to you. Which, okay. Again, 100 other things. All the best to Carson Wentz, though. This is Tony Katz today. So Trump had a rally in Alabama. I gotta tell you, I haven't heard much about it. I mean, it was it was Trump playing the hits, and really, uh, Trump has got the hits to play right now. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today it's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter at Tony Katz, everything at Tony Katz, T O N Y K A T Z, Tony dot com. I mean, Trump was right. Was trending on Twitter last week. You know it. I would make the argument to the people looking at him to uh, run again. I, w- I would make the argument that he doesn't have to and he shouldn't. He absolutely, positively should not do it. He was going to be so much better for the, for the party. So much better for the party. Um, And and really, for America, if he just spends his time beating up on the loser candidates, like, for example, if Jeb Bush should run for office, I'm saying that, of course, he's going to run. Why I didn't say he was going to get elected. Why wouldn't Jeb Bush run? Why wouldn't he run? What would be the what would stop him? He's got something else to do. During the election 2016, I said Donald Trump's sole job was to get Jeb Bush out of the race after that he can go. I I wasn't never Trump, but I wasn't I wasn't 100% Trump. I just I wasn't. I don't I don't lie about what took place, guys. I always I will always Keep the honesty. It's kind of what I do. But I said all you have to do is get rid of Jeb Bush. Everything else else is cool. You have done your job. You'll be an American hero. I want Trump to do that again. Just from the outside. Boom, 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 boom. That's my take. It's one man's take. And the reason I say it this way is because of what has happened with Biden. The failure is so complete on Afghanistan. Never mind gas prices. Never mind the border. Trump doesn't have to run again to prove anything. It's proven. So I argue that he could decide to make that switch in his head and just be like, all right, guys, I, I was right. Told you I was right. You know, uh, you, 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 got the, uh, you got the elections all messed up. I told you. Biden messed it all up. I told you. So without question, he could step away. From the thing. We'll see if he does. But as for the the rally, I mean, this is, this is what he's talking about. And I assume he does the rally because you want to keep in people's heads and you want to keep people excited. Thousands of people are still showing up. Wait until some of the other players decide to have a rally. Could DeSantis have a rally right now in Texas and get 5,000 people to show up? Could Abbott, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, Head to, um wh- wh- where does he want to go? South Carolina and get 5,000 people to show up. Or head to Florida and get 5,000 people to show up. And can we please start putting into the mix if people are going to do this, if they're going to play this ridiculous game. Remember, 2024 doesn't matter yet. 2022 is the only thing to count on and to discuss. Can we please stop forgetting about Mike Pompeo? Of course Mike Pompeo is running. Can we just... Good. Glad we got that accomplished. Let's move into Pfizer getting the FDA approval. It is now FDA approved. And that means, well, people take advantage of opportunities. They're now going to take advantage of ensuring that it is mandated. Because what can you say? Now it's FDA approved. I always thought the worrying about FDA approval was very, very strange, but okay. If you want to be FDA approved, you want to be FDA approved. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and, and uh, uh, no, no problem. Go right ahead. But now are you going to see people saying, okay, now we mandate it. Now we're going to mandate that you, uh, that you get the vaccine. They're, all, they're going to try and do it to teachers, and teachers unions are fighting it. They're trying to do it to nurses, and nurses are like, nah, nah. By the way, can I uh, to, to the nurses, okay, we're doing the thing. So we, October 6th is the first one. That's it, the first one. Because what we, what we were doing was, did I talk about the story? We, what we wanted to do was do a thing for nurses, because nurses are getting crapped on. The, the work is nuts the nurses were short-staffed on nurses all around the country and then you've got people who told you that nurses were heroes last year and now all of a sudden they're murderers because they don't want to get vaccinated people make choices for what it is they want to do so i said i want to i want to be supportive i want to throw a party uh for 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 nurses and then that led into do i want to do a giant ball for like, like a big big event for nurses well i don't think you can get away with a big big event it might not look good for nurses to be in a room with a thousand other people right now so all right i want to buy cigars for nurses so uh, I, I wanted to do one uh, and, and i spoke to a, a doctor i know and he's like no no we want to do it too and we're sending out a flyer to it i'm like yeah but i want to invite everybody he's like, oh okay so we're going to do one north side and so i want you to to, to square away October 6th. I want you to just, just write that down. Producer Ari will be there. Just write it down. I will not. He, he will pre personally lighting your, your cigars. Why won't you be there? That's uh, the weekend I'm getting uh, my wedding ceremony. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking about a Thursday, aren't we? Yeah. I'm getting married on Saturday. I have to go in to get everything set up. I'm leaving on Thursday after the show. Look, look. What matters more? Your, your, your wife? Or, no, uh, October 6th is a Wednesday. Oh, then no, we're fine. Yeah, Wednesday, October 6th. Oh, then we're fine. We're fine. Okay. Producer, I will be there because nurses matter more than his, you know, the woman he's already married to. That's true. They're already married. They're doing it again. Already renewing the vows. Wait, is that what you're doing? You're renewing the vows?
1: No, we just got married during COVID, so we just went to the courthouse, but my parents and her parents are like, you guys should have a small ceremony with family, so that's what we're doing.
0: Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. It's good to know that you can still be pressured by everybody else. I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I think it's adorable. I think it's sweet. I think you should enjoy it. So October 6th, we're going to be doing uh, for 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 Northside. Uh, actually, kind of like, it's still Indianapolis and Northside. And then we're going to plan a date for the Westside. We're going to plan a date for the South. i, I got to figure out how we're going to do it for the East. And honestly, I'm I'm buying uh, cigars for everybody, and we're taking on sponsors. We're doing the whole thing. It's going to be great. We're going to, we're, we're just going to celebrate nurses. That's it. I have a plan, though, for a big event. Oh, I got a plan. We're going to celebrate nurses uh, where, where they are, and, and I'll, I'll get in, in, into more of that. But I don't think that we should be mandating vaccines. We should in no way be mandating vaccines. Like We shouldn't be mandating masks. And you have heard me now discuss that masks are not effective for COVID. I want to say as clear as day, that whether we're talking about your local health department, whether we're talking about Dr. Fauci, whether we're talking about the Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy, if they tell you that masks provide a value, they are lying. Masks don't provide a value. The story comes out of New York Magazine, New dot Mag, NYMag.com written by David Zweig talking about a study done by the CDC which talks about mask use and ventilation improvements to reduce COVID-19 incidents in elementary schools. It's a very interesting study. 90,000 students were looked at in Georgia schools between November and December of 2020. But what the study showed is that there is no clear benefit from mask mandates and people are questioning the policy but this study was put in a drawer it was shelved it was kept away from real discussion and conversation they tried to hide it what the study shows and what other studies are showing is that ventilation is clearly effective when it comes to COVID. Ventilation is not necessarily some retrofitted system with a HEPA filter and everything else. Rather, it is as simple as opening a window. Let me say that again. When they take a look, and certainly there are, data, there's, there are studies that show them wearing masks and ventilation, and they don't do a specific study on masks themselves, although there are repeated studies or repeated pieces of science that show that n- no student masking correlated uh, or that masking correlated with low transmission. As a matter of fact, they're able to show that students who didn't wear masks correlated with low transmission because kids don't get covid is just one part of a larger conversation. It is also to understand that children are not little adults. They're not little people. They're fundamentally different. This story from New York Magazine talks about how there was a migraine medication based on adult studies that was given to children. But in 2017, they did a trial with a control group that found that kids on the medication did no better than placebo. And then, of course, they stopped giving the kids the medicine. So they run these studies that are faulty because they don't actually dig into the bigger questions. You then have doctors stating things like, and this is from Alyssa Perkins, Director of Emergency Medicine Infectious Disease Management at Boston Medical Center. A year ago, she says, I said masks are not the end of the world. Why not just wear a mask? But the world has changed. There are real downsides to masking children for this long with no known end date and without any clear upside. She is not aware of any study that shows conclusively that kids wearing masks in schools has had any effect on their own morbidity or mortality or on the hospitalization or death rate in the community around them. Meaning there's no saying that masks stop COVID. Jeffrey Flyer, former dean of Harvard Medical School, writing recently, we lack credible evidence for benefits of masking kids age 2 to 5, despite what the American Academy of Pediatrics says. This is the CDC actively and proactively lying to you, me, and we. The Canadian Mannequin Study, and agreed, when you're talking about a mannequin, it's not a person. So take it with a grain of salt, but follow me on the data. Mask filtration efficiencies, according to the Canadian Mannequin Study, as posted by Phil Kirpin, 10% of of whatever it is you're expelling is stopped by a cloth uh, mask. 12% if you use one of those blue disposable masks. 46% 46% if you have a fitted KN95. If you have a fitted R95, best of luck breathing through that thing, 60%. If you have a KN95 mask, really, that's, that's the good one, right? That's when they originally told us, you don't, need, don't wear a mask. A mask isn't going to help you. Because they were trying to save those masks for doctors and nurses and hospital workers. And people lately have been referring to it. I saw someone refer to it as a noble lie. And clearly that's their way of saying, look, we, we, just did, we just wanted to save them for hospitals. We didn't want you wearing them. We didn't want to freak, freak you out. We wanted them where they, we wanted them. I believe that to be true, by the way. I don't think it's right, but I believe it to be true in terms of I don't think it was right to treat Americans like that. They're the ones wearing those KN95s. If you wear a KN95 or an N95 mask with a three millimeter gap, the filtration efficiency is 3%. What is it exactly we've been saying right here? What we've been saying right here is that masks worn by the the civilian population, meaning those not in hospital settings, are not effective because people do not wear them right. We've been saying it for months. We are 100% accurate. And that study shows that modest ventilation, two air changes per hour, outperform the best mask. It's just important to know this data. It's important to know what's happening. You can find all of this. Uh, you'll find it on the Facebook page, Tony Katz Radio. You'll find it on my Twitter feed, at Tony Katz. Just want to make sure you have it. And so you have the information to fight these school boards that want to mask your kids. Don't worry. We're going to get into far more of that. That conversation is not over. I'm Tony Katz. And we say goodbye to Andrew Cuomo, who today, we gotta assume he'll do it, will resign as governor of New York, and you could get his dog, Tony Katz, great to be with you, Tony Katz, today, um, he left the dog in the mansion. So the dog is a, is a, like I guess a touch hyper and and nips at some people and Cuomo adopted him in 2018, but he's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. I I ain't taking the dog with me. anybody want the dog? And it referred to as a high strung mix of shepherd, Siberian, and Malamute. I don't know anything about that, but that sounds like an interesting mix: shepherd, Siberian, and Malamute.
1: Come and knock on our door.
0: they already hate you and you left the dog behind there there is you it it does not get worse than this it cannot get worse than this I, i wonder if trevor noah is still a homosexual Trevor Noah from The Daily Show. You don't watch it anymore, but trust me, it's still there. Uh, he actually said that the people were in love. This was last year. All oh, people are in love with with Andrew Cuomo. Always oh, the best. Even me myself, I have now ranked myself as a Cuomosexual. Get it? It's like homosexual, but for but for Andrew Cuomo. I almost fell into Norm Macdonald right there. Did you hear that? I was so close. I was. You see, it's a. Uh, it's like loving a, a, another man. But that man is is Andrew Cuomo. Honestly, it works. It works. I th- I think I may have it back. I may have to do the whole show as norm. Ah, oh, Andrew Cuomo, you will not be missed. But really looking forward to you getting a show on CNN. Isn't that what happens? Or is he going to be a professor somewhere? The best is someone's going to date him. Man. The world we live in. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Catch you tomorrow, everyone. Take care.